I have never believed that democracy brings progress. <laughs> I know it to have brought regression. That no ingenious democratic system of one man, one vote can ever bridge the divide. That was Singapore's Prime Minister, Mr. Lee Kuan Yew. Do you think such a man could ever win an election in America? Maybe not with that quote, but how about this one from his iconic speech during the 1980 general election? And let there be no mistakes about this. Whoever governs Singapore must have that iron in him or give it up. This is not a game of cards. This is your life and mine. I've spent a whole lifetime building this. And as long as I'm in charge, nobody's going to knock it down. Sounds a lot more patriotic and electable now, doesn't he? Mr. Lee turned Singapore from a poor island with few prospects and large unemployment into a developed nation in a single generation. He did this while enforcing a common identity, cracking down on religious strife and encouraging immigration. And though he was no great advocate for democracy, he always contested and won elections. Mr. Lee can be summed up as a strong man with a flair for administration. So, does America need such a man? That is today's question. Will Americans ever elect their own Lee Kuan Yew? Welcome to What Are We? Brought to you by Caller, a podcast asking questions about policy, elections and democracy. We hear from all sides and ask them to make their case so you can decide for yourself, what are we? So, will Americans vote for a Mr. Lee? American leaders certainly have been fascinated with Mr. Lee for decades. Every American president since Richard Nixon has sought his counsel about the US role in Asia. In 2009, Barack Obama called him one of the legendary figures of Asia. But Americans themselves take pride in their grassroots democracy and the voices of the people, whether raised in praise or protest. Now that was something Mr. Lee would never tolerate, so it makes it hard to imagine that Americans would tolerate him. He also required a level of obedience, not to mention disarmament, that grates against the soul of the brave and the free. So will Americans never vote for such a man? Never? Well, not quite. John Adams, for example, passed the Alien and Seditions Act in 1798, which made it a crime for American citizens to print, utter or publish any false, scandalous and malicious writing about the government. Just two years later, Adams' Federalist Party was roundly beaten in the 1800 election and these acts were allowed to expire or repealed. So no doubt Mr. Lee would have approved of them, but the Americans didn't approve of them even back then. On the more for the greater good side, Jimmy Carter handed the Panama Canal to Panama in 1971, signing a treaty that was ferociously opposed by his political opponents back home. A tough decision, and perhaps even this one Mr. Lee would have opposed, because it was the handing back of strategic assets. And of course, there are the decisions like Lincoln's 13th Amendment, Truman's desegregation of the army, Nixon's enforced desegregation of schools, Jackson's drive to give southern states equality once again after the Civil War, and Obama's decision to allow gay men to serve openly. All tough choices, many vindicated by history later on, but all opposed at the time. So it is unfair to say that Americans won't vote for a tough president. They have done so repeatedly. Indeed, with 46 presidents so far and counting, America has voted for every kind of person. But Mr. Lee's version of governance can be described as illiberalism, the art of hiding undemocratic practices behind formally democratic procedures. Here, retaining power and enacting policies at any cost are held above all else. Now, that does sound a little more like modern America, doesn't it? Now, both the right and the left in America are guilty of this. 
with the right wanting to make America great again, without explaining what that really is, and the left banning everything they deem as problematic with apparently no limit. So really, it is a question about whether Americans will vote for a straight talker. You see, what one does to win an election and what one does once elected are two quite different things in America. And perhaps that is the greatest difference. Mr. Lee openly told people what he would do and won elections anyway. Americans require their leaders to be populists because they are a democracy where every vote matters and the opinion of every citizen is, legally at least, as good as any other. The common good is what the citizens agree it is and not what they are told it is by their leaders. And in an ideal world, every American represents their country entirely. That is who the Americans are and that is who they are striving to be. And Mr. Lee knew it. That's why he strongly floated his Asian ideals version of democracy, stating that US-style direct democracy was not meant for decolonizing Asia. Was he right? Well, in 2023, the balance in America seems to be shifting towards the Asian ideal. So perhaps the future will be more like what Mr. Lee imagined and less like what the Founding Fathers had hoped it would be. Do you think that's where America is headed? Well, let us know in the comments. Now we can close this podcast with Mr. Lee's own words about America from 2011. Here's what he said. America's strengths include an ability to range widely, imaginatively and pragmatically, a diversity of centers of excellence that compete in inventing and embracing new ideas and new technologies. Mr. Lee called America a society that attracts talent from around the world and assimilates them comfortably as Americans. That is who they are. Thank you for listening to the What Are We podcast. Do rate us on Apple iTunes or Spotify if you enjoyed this episode. See you next week. Cheers.